He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis. This is Cats at Night, the number one show at 5 o'clock. And we're on, is it TriCast? We are on WABC 770 on your dial, wabcradio.com, WLIR in Long Island, and uh, 770, 970, uh, The Answer. And um, we have one great show for you today. In the studio, we have uh, Craig Eaton, 10 years, GOP chairman of Brooklyn, uh, and Lydia Serrani, my sidekick. And on the phone, uh, we have Judge Weinberg, who's on vacation this week. Uh, a common sense Democrat. How's the vacation, uh, Judge Weinberg? Vacation is fine. Keeping up with the news, listening to WABC. Well, that sounds pretty good. I mean, uh, where else can you find out what the heck is going on? And yesterday exactly on right. on Labor Day, uh, on Labor Day on Fourth uh, of July, we were the only ones with a live show in the morning. Wow. Great. And uh, uh, we have a great show. First of all, we're going to have the Brooklyn District Attorney, Eric Gonzalez. He'll be joining us in studio about 530. We'll also be speaking to Kathy Wilds of the New York City Partnership Alliance. And she's got some breaking news that she's going to tell us about. We are also going to be speaking with former NYPD Deputy Commissioner Gary McCarthy on the tragic shooting in Chicago. What's the latest on that? But first on the line, we have Professor Alan Dershowitz, just a couple of decades at Harvard Law School. He's a constitutional scholar, expert, a Brooklyn boy at heart, and it's Tuesday. So that means it's uh, welcome to Professor Alan Dershowitz. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm good. Today is also the day my newest book comes out. It's called The Price of Principle. Well, integrity is worth the consequences. And it tells the story about how I've been canceled because I stick to my principles and refuse to become a partisan hack. So that's my, my newest, my 50th book, my 50th wow. book. 50 and books. It gets, a, wow. it gets a commendation from the president of Israel who says, mazel tov to Alan for his important 50th book. So I'm really pleased today. You got me in a good mood. <laughs> Tell us what the heck is going on in Washington. There's so many things. I don't know where to begin. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Talk about Israel. Ben and Jerry's is suing their parent company for selling the Israeli division of uh, Ben and Jerry's. I'd be happy to represent them. My friend Nat Lewin, uh, who's a great lawyer in Washington, is the one who helped arrange the deal. Now, you know, Ben and Jerry is a bigoted company. It sells a terrible, fattening ice cream. They buy their chocolate and their sugar from countries that exploit child labor. They're a horrible, horrible group, you know, led by two guys, Jewish kids from Brooklyn who wanted to solve the problems of the world by moving to Vermont where there are no problems. You know, there are no racial problems. There are no other problems. Uh, These are these escapists like, you know, Sanders and Ben and Jerry. I have nothing but contempt for them. You know, real people from Brooklyn stay in Brooklyn or move to New York or maybe go to Cambridge, Massachusetts. But Vermont to solve the problems in the world, and they think they're going to solve them by making a fatty, high-cholesterol ice cream, which probably killed more people than Yasser Arafat. Mm. Wow. Uh, Judge, you had a couple of questions for, the, uh, for uh, Mr. Dershowitz. Yeah. Alan, hi there. There are a few things I want to talk to you about. Number, number one, I want to ask you about the uh, Trump policy, Remain in Mexico, being set aside by the Supreme Court. What are your thoughts about that 
both uh, from a legal perspective as well as a public policy perspective? Well, you know, I think a lot of people misunderstand what the Supreme Court did this term. I'm actually talking about it today on, on my own podcast. Most of the decisions in the Supreme Court, not necessarily the abortion one, had more to do with process. Uh, for example, the environmental protection one, it didn't have anything to do with climate control. It had to do with whether administrative agencies get to make the rules or Congress gets to make the rules. I think the same thing was true with the border issue. It was really a question of allocating a power and responsibility. The Supreme Court tends to make more decisions about who should decide than what should be decided. And mostly the media just looks at what's decided, even the abortion case. They didn't decide whether abortions are good or bad or constitutional or legal. All they said is it's, it's up to the states, and the states have to make their own decisions. So that's what the Supreme Court tends to do. And if you look beneath the actual decision, you tend to see more who decides than what is decided. Right, because with the Remain in Mexico policy, basically all the Supreme Court said was that Biden could overturn a previous, his predecessor's uh, executive order, exactly. because that's what it was. And the same thing and, with the EPA case and Roe v. Wade. The, well, the professor is right. 100% and, and, right. Right, and Congress can overrule almost all of them. I mean, Roe versus Wade, we're not sure. There's an article in today's Wall Street Journal that says, no, Congress can't really reinstate Roe versus Wade under the Commerce Clause. There are constitutional scholars that think it can, but I think most of the Supreme Court decisions this term have basically said to Congress, stop being lazy, stop kicking these issues over to the executive and to the uh, administrative agencies. Decide the case. Make the decision yourself. If you think the EPA is not doing what they should do, pass a law deciding what should be done with the environment. The Supreme Court will uphold that, but it won't uphold an administrative agency's making rules which Congress ought to make. So these are really, this is really an, a, an attack on Congress for not doing enough. Now, you know, Congress is stuck. There's still a filibuster for some areas. Um, they don't uh, move quickly enough. Oh, two people, Pelosi and Schumer, can control the docket. So I think the, the subtle message of the Supreme Court is Congress, act, work, do the work, don't give it to us. Professor, this is Craig Eaton from Brooklyn. Um, I have a Hi. question for you. We hear a lot about what's going to happen with this with the Supreme Court. Um, there's nine justices. The White House wants to change it to 13. I mean, this is a situation where the president isn't happy with what's happening with the court, so he just wants to change the rules. What are we hearing on that? Well, so far, Biden hasn't gone along with the Lawrence Tribe. Now, Lawrence Tribe has Biden's ear through Kane, the uh, the uh, guy who's in, in the White House, um, and and Tribe wants to expand the court. Of course, if the Democrats expand the court to thirteen, as soon as the Republicans get control, they'll expand it to seventeen, and the Democrats twenty one, and before long, we'll have to have the Supreme Court sitting in Yankee Stadium when they're away. Uh, <laughs> there'll be so many justices. Because uh, every time somebody changes control, they can add justices in order to maintain temporary control over the Supreme Court. That's not the way the framers of our Constitution wanted it to be. And we would dishonor, we would be dishonoring Madison and Hamilton and July 4th if we manipulated the Supreme Court to try to achieve the results we wanted it to achieve. Look, I'm a big fan of Franklin Delano Roosevelt, and history has rebuked him for trying to, blo to uh, pack the court. Uh, even even people who supported him on everything didn't support him on that. So 
And even even Biden, Alan, even Biden at one time said it was the worst thing that uh, Roosevelt had done. I I think he may stick to that. I don't think he's going to push for uh, court packing. Um, And, you know, this was not the worst term the Supreme Court ever had in terms of civil liberties. They've had much worse terms uh, over the years when when a liberal court affirmed the detention of 110,000 American citizens of Japanese descent. When a liberal court with Justice Brandeis going along allowed thousands of people to be sterilized because they allegedly were unfit. Uh, you know, there have been such bad decisions by the Supreme Court over the years. And so even if you disagree with all the decisions this term at the Supreme Court, nobody could disagree with all of them. For example, they wrote a couple of liberal decisions on criminal justice with six to three votes and seven to two votes. So the idea of junking the court and the idea of Elizabeth Warren attacking the members of the Supreme Court and Schumer basically threatening the Supreme Court, that's not the right approach. The pendulum swings. You win some, you lose some. Who knows what next term will bring? I think a proper thing would be packing the court because that's what they want to do. He just wants to try and pack the court with the people he wants. Just like they're trying to pack the country with the voters they want. Professor Dershowitz, I have a question for you. Governor Hochul, she just signed new expansive gun control legislation. Clearly, this was a move in direct response to what the Supreme Court decided in that New York gun case. Is that is that even legal? Uh, And then also she's yeah. And then she's also saying that they want to look back on people's social media for three years, which I actually happen to agree with. We don't want somebody who's a wacko getting their hands on a gun. However, who is going to be the one deciding whether or not this person's social media is concerning? Will they be specifically targeting conservatives? So I just there's a lot of questions here. Look, the the Supreme Court struck down the New York law because it was too discretionary. It gave to administrators the right to determine. Who really is in danger and who's not in danger? And what the majority of the Supreme Court said is, we're not saying you can't uh, prevent people from getting handguns. All we have, all we're saying is, be clear, make objective standards. For example, if you have to be 21, I think the Supreme Court will uphold that. Um, and I, what they tried to do in, in, in Albany is write a statute that came within the parameters of the holding. Now. The holding of the Supreme Court is very narrow, just that New York law is too vague. The language of the Supreme Court was very broad, essentially analogizing the Second Amendment to the First Amendment. And we know you can't have serious restrictions on freedom of speech. So there's a big difference between what the court said and what the court did. And I don't blame uh, the governor of New York for trying to pass reasonable legislation. And we'll have to see if the court upholds it. I think they will. And, Alan, there's another case that the Supreme Court just granted certiorari on. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. By, by the way, we have uh, in the studio with us uh, uh, District District Attorney uh, Eric Gonzalez from uh, uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. And another yeah. Brooklyn guy. Yeah. We got Gershowitz from I Brooklyn. Hear, we have Gonzalez uh, from Brooklyn. We have Craig Eaton from Brooklyn. You got me from the Bronx and you from Harlem. We're, we're set. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then the judges from Queens, thing. basically, we'll Brooklyn say. Brooklyn wins. Brooklyn wins tonight. Right. Sorry, uh, uh, D.A. Gonzalez, D.A. Gonzalez, uh, what Governor Hochul says, people with carry permits cannot go to Times Square. Any opinion on that? We know that. The police department is very concerned about adding more guns uh, in our city and the ability to, you know, control gun violence. And 
you know, I came on today, John, to talk a little bit about the work that I'm doing in Brooklyn to stop violence, a new initiative uh, that we're um, doing in Brooklyn, adding prosecutors to the fighting gun violence. And, you know, there's a lot of concern about. Um, but, but these uh, people with permits, uh, the FBI says 97 percent of those people, they never commit a crime with their gun. Um, I, I think that in New York, it's definitely under the prior uh, laws. It's been very restrictive, and and, and good people have uh, guns. I, you know, I have some concerns about young uh, folks who are involved in gang and gun uh, violence who may see this as an opportunity mm-hmm. to arm up. Yeah. By the way, I hear great things about the <clears throat> district attorney of Brooklyn from my friends both prosecutors and defense attorneys, and you don't often get consensus from both sides that the DA is doing a great job. So I just want to congratulate you, and as a Brooklyn boy, proud of the work you're doing to try to stop crime within due process and be fair to defendants at the same time that you protect our citizens. So congratulations, and may you go from strength to strength. Eric Gonzalez, you've been certified by uh, Professor uh, Dershowitz from Harvard, Mm -hmm. 50 years at Harvard. I've read his books, so it's an honor. Uh-huh. Just has a new one came out today. Principal, yeah. what I is just, it? The price of principle. So I just saw this on the New York Post. According to them, Eric Adams' aide mugged at gunpoint. Eric Adams' oh aide? God. Yes, one of his oh top aides. God. This is according to the New York to the New York Post, and uh, he was the mugged aide, in broad daylight you know Tuesday while scouting a location in Brooklyn for a planned visit by the mayor. Law enforcement sources tell well, the Post. Let's go to the horse. It's true. It's true. Wow. Uh, Breaking news. A a, uh, appears to be a, you know, a display of a handgun involved and um, the person was targeted and pushed to the ground and a a gun was visible to him in the person's waistband and they uh, took his cell phone and his wallet. Wow. I hope you catch him and I hope he doesn't ask me to defend him. Well, we're going to. Definitely uh, do everything in our power to, to find these guys. Two two people. One rode off on the city bike. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we're all lucky here. We have a great NYPD. If you think about all the crimes we've yeah. had in the last few months, I mean, they've apprehended these yeah, criminals. But, but I, I, have, I have a carry permit. You mean I can't go to Times Square? Not with in, in other words, I'm not going to take my son or daughter with me to Times Square. But, John, you've got to look at the list. The list is so restrictive. You can't, you can't go to churches. You can't go to... Baseball games, you can't go to Times Square. I mean, so what are you going to do? Where can you carry it? Uh, uh, Professor Dershowitz, you think that would be shot down by the Supreme Court? I don't know. It depends how restrictive it is. I mean, of course you can go to Times Square. You just can't bring your gun. Uh, You know, I think they'll uphold it in Yankee Stadium. I think they'll uphold it for uh, some areas. Times Square, probably not. Times Square is too open, too broad. And by the way, it doesn't even have boundaries. What does what is Times Square? Does it go beyond Sixth Avenue? You know, does it go to Fifty Third Street? It's I, I I don't think they'll uphold the Times Square ban, but I think they would uphold a ban for. So are we going to get down and, to doing it item by item by item? I mean, the Supreme well, Court is not meant to do that. Well, the court wants it to be specific. It wants to take the discretion away from administrators and make sure the legislature passes the laws and says where it can be carried and where it can't be carried, then the court will analyze it. But the previous law, you know, which goes back a long, long time, gave enormous discretion to uh, people, and the discretion may have been used in improper ways. And that's what the court was really focused on in its holding. 
The language went way beyond that. Well, Professor Dershowitz, thank you for coming on today. God bless you and God bless America.